All right, so I've got to be honest with you. I have not seen any good movies recently. Um, I take that back. I did go to the movies with my wife. We saw we saw something. I can't remember the name of it though. Um, but I need to know what is either a movie that you recently saw that you loved, or a movie you're really looking forward to that's like coming out soonish wow um well i can tell you to not answer your question completely ignore it i just saw one of the worst movies i've seen which was like some like old sci-fi movie from 2003 okay it's called paycheck oh it's called paycheck what you don't like paycheck dude i I watched it like yesterday and i was like oh my gosh (laughs) this acting is terrible i mean it's it's so dated. It, yeah, I think so I think dated. really that's the problem. But uh, to actually, I liked it when I was younger. To to answer your question, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon looks really good. It does. It looks very good. It does. It, but it's yeah. also a three hour movie though. So you well, it's Martin Scorsese. That's all he does is three hour long. Yeah, but still, you gotta like instead of like a you know a quick pit stop, you gotta like break out your whole afternoon. You know what I mean? Dude, how often do you watch an hour-long TV show and binge it? If you and like watch four or five episodes in a night. You know what? I'm gonna be completely honest. Not often because most of my time is spent watching mm. sports. Okay. Yeah. But if enough. I do watch a good, I, I if I do watch a good show, then it it will. I'll watch way too much of it in one set, for sure. Yeah. When I. When I first started watching Game of Thrones, I binged the first, like, because I was, uh, I started watching it when, I started watching it when I believe the third season was, like, coming out. So the first and second season, I think I watched in three days. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. My man, what were you doing? Uh, Recovering from having my I had some sort of surgery I can't even remember what it oh, was shoot. yeah oh you know what it was I had surgery on my hand mm, got it and got yeah. it so anyways all right well that's not what you guys are here for you're all here for Big Ten football welcome to Big Banter ladies and gentlemen and listen there is an ongoing saga in the Big Ten that surrounds Michigan football. And at this point, I'm laughing. I'm like legitimately laughing because I, I just, I don't know what to say. And there's so many people out there that are just like, you cheated, you blah, 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 you did this, you did that. And like, look, I'm a husband, I'm a, I'm a dad. I don't have enough time to care about anything other than is my team winning? Is my team good? And if you are coming to this podcast to look for apologies, you're going to have to look at Corey and Alex because they're the only two people on this podcast that care at all about the sign stealing thing. I've had many conversations with Corey about it. I've had many conversations with Alex about it on this podcast and not on this podcast. I do not care. I don't care. 
Are, is Michigan going to vacate wins because of this? No. Might a coach or two get suspended for a period of time? Yes. Is that going to happen this year? No. It's it's not going to. That would be absolutely unprecedented. And before you go storming around and being like, what Michigan did is unprecedented. Oh my gosh. You are talking about one human being's actions as a reflection of an entire football program, which, mind you, currently sits at the top of who Vegas thinks is going to win the national championship, stands to make the Big Ten a billion, with a B, dollars in the remainder of this season for the revenue that they will bring in. They're not going to shut down the program. They're not going to stop them from playing games. None of that is going to happen. And you know what? If they go out there and they win the rest of their games from here on out, you can't blame sign stealing for that. And the only hard games on their schedule are still on their schedule. So that's where we're going to leave that. Corey, anything you'd like to Absolutely not. I'm just sick and tired of seeing my feed all over this stuff. I just want the the Purdue Michigan game couldn't have come at a better time. Let's play football. That's 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 down to it. Okay, nothing is going to get solved. Yeah, yeah. Super excited that I get to watch uh, Michigan pound Notre Dame into the ground at seven thirty at night. Purdue, but. I wish I wish they were pounding Notre Dame in the ground at seven thirty at night. But I don't know why I said Notre Dame, but I I just I'm so upset that this is a night game. I was upset that the Bowling Green game was a night game. It made no sense. This doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Anyways, Ethan's mad. (laughs) I, I am. I just I can't wait. I can't wait for two weekends from now. I really can't. I can't wait till Michigan goes and plays Penn State. Because nobody, nobody's getting Michigan won't have. I, I'm, I'm saying this for both parties. Michigan will have nowhere to hide, and Penn State will have nowhere to hide. All of Michigan's critics will have nowhere to hide behind the final score of that football game. So, I think there might be a good old fashioned. This is a family friendly podcast. It's going to be a good old fashioned butt mm. woman. And wise oh, words. I'm very. Angry. I'm aggravated too. Yeah. I just want to watch football, and this is hopefully what we're going to be able to do this weekend. So, yeah, I think we will. And, and I think the fact that if anything is going to happen before the end of the season, which it's not going to, I'm standing by that statement. It will happen tomorrow. Wow. It will happen tomorrow. Well, it has to. They, they won't be able to allow them to, oh, well, we'll let them play one more game and then we'll make the de- – no, that's not happening. It already isn't happening because they already – a bunch of stuff had come out. They can't do anything about it right now. Whether you want them to or not, not they can't. It, it's just – it's not the way things work. Anyway, let's move forward. All right. <laughs> <laughs> With all that, being- I just can't help but laugh. It's just, we're just, this this is the point we've come to. This is this is exactly the point we've come to. With all of that being said, it is time for the picks. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need to get some cool, like fun music 
for the picks. But um, but bum, but bum, Wow, wow, wow. There you go. Corey, you're single. You work out. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Let's kick it off with the noon games. I, I, I'm looking down at a game right now. And honestly, it, it could be the it could be the most tightly contested game of the week. And I still don't want to watch it. Illinois traveling to Minnesota. Well, I'm sorry. This is a 3.30 kick, but that's okay. We'll go with it anyway. Illinois traveling to Minnesota. Minnesota giving that Minnesota's favored by one and a half. You don't ever see one and a half as a as a spread. I, that might be the the weirdest line to see in football. You don't ever see one and a half. If it's one, it's one, and then it will go to like two, two and a half. One and a half is a really really weird number, <laughs> but. I guess I picked this game to give to us first. Oh my goodness! I wish I would. Yeah, thanks a lot, Ethan. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I Minnesota is still trying to stay in the race for the West. They get to play this game at home. I, I really just don't see a situation where Minnesota doesn't win this game. And since the spread is one and a half, I oh. Very reluctantly, I'm gonna I'm gonna punt the points. I'm gonna say Minnesota covers minus one and a half here. I don't love it. I definitely don't love it. It feels so trappy, but I'm gonna take Minnesota, and I'm gonna hope that they win this game by more than one point. See, this is how far we've come at, here at Big Banter. We're not we're not so much looking at the games per se. We're now so more looking at like why is this number the way that it is? It's so weird, it's so gross, and it's disgusting. Uh, but when we look at numbers like that, we have to make sense of the number by looking at then the game. Um, Minnesota can't lose this game. They just cannot lose this game. If they want to have a legitimate shot of winning this division, they have to beat Illinois at home. There's no other option. And I think P.J. Fleck is going gonna, is gonna to fire up them boys because uh, they had a specifically a really good and impressive game on the ground last week from a running back who just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and I expect that trend to continue a little bit here. This very well may be a close game. Um but, you know, with a one-and-a-half-point spread, you would have to think that the close game means that they're going to win by a field goal and not by an extra point. So I'm going to take Minnesota as well um, because numbers don't make sense sometimes, and uh, Minnesota's got something to play for. And, of course, our first pick of the week is going to be a disgusting big banter super lock as our good friend, Alex is also taking Minnesota minus well, one and a half. Well, you so. see, our our sloppy super locks have done well. I mean, we all called the Northwestern. We're like, this is absolutely putrid, yeah. and and yes. we were right. <laughs> and we were right. We were right. That's actually very true. We all were. Uh, how did I not gain a game on you guys? Right. See, this is this is why this season's so much more intense. Were we all th- because you guys are? Were we all three and four last week? Yeah, wow, so. that's that's gross. Yeah. I hate that. Down yeah. week for the big banter boys. I do too. Down down week for the big banter boys. We're looking to rebound this week. 
All right, moving on. We're getting into the next game. We have noon kick, Wisconsin traveling to Indiana. Wisconsin, I'll try to give it as the home team as much as I can, and then sometimes I forget. Indiana catching nine and a half at home against Wisconsin. Corey, we go to you first. Oh, I got to pick this game first. That's so gross. Um, I, I think it comes down to the question of is Braylon Allen healthy in this game? Because if he's not, um, and Indiana plays like they did last week, then uh, we could see this game being pretty close. I, I, I just find it hard to believe that Indiana is going to go winless in the Big Ten. They have a couple opportunities to, to win. Oh, boy. This is putrid. I need Their opportunity to win was last weekend, and Tom Allen said, I'm going to run the ball three straight times so that I can kick a game-time field goal on the road against a far superior opponent. Mm. And and mm. Tom Allen, that's why you are not going to have a job um this off season. Um man, this is gross. I feel like I'm stalling because I definitely am. Uh if Braylon Allen's not healthy, this game's going to be close. I I'll take Indiana. I'm not I'm not ready to I'm not ready to say that Indiana's going to win this game, but I think it'll be much closer because these are just going. This is going to be a gross game to watch. Okay. It is. Okay. I <clears throat> I tend to agree with you. I think this is a game where Wisconsin just wears on Indiana. Indiana coming off a very emotional, close game. You could argue they should have won against Penn State had it not been for some horrendous play calling late in the game on Indiana's part. I think this is a letdown spot for Indiana. I know they're at home. That home field is not a home field advantage. No. I've been there before. I've seen it in person. I think Wisconsin pulls away late in this game. I think they end up winning by two touchdowns plus. Could be close in the first half. Could be a tie game at halftime. But I'm going to trust Wisconsin and their overall coaching ability and talent to take over late in this game. They end up covering the number. Give me Wisconsin. Minus nine and a half here. We turn it over to our good friend Alex, and he says he's going to take Indiana plus nine and a half. Oh, no, Alex. Because they're leaving me on an island here. Alex, you big dope. Leaving me on an island. What, you wanted to be left on an island? Yeah, because I want to gain a game on you guys. I don't know. Because now I'm just going to go down with the ship with Alex. I want to know the stats. We need to get advanced stats of... When Al, where when Alex and I agree, and when you and I agree, and like what what's the record there? Because I ha- you'd have to do that. Oh maybe. gosh, that's that's a lot of work. I don't want to do that. Yeah, it is. That is a lot of work. All right, next game, another noon kickoff. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's kind of crazy the number here. Ohio State traveling to Rutgers. Rutgers plus eighteen and a half. Really strange number, two touchdowns and a field goal plus. Really weird number here. Um, you know, obviously Ohio State going on the road. Rutgers has played well at home. Um, this is just one of those spots where it's just 
feels kind of kind of gross. Alex is going to take Ohio State here and punt the 18 and a half points. So we'll give you his number first here. And then I'm going to turn it over to you, Corey. What say? No, I want to go last. I want to go last. Oh, he's eating. What a loser. This guy. He's stalling too. Uh, I really want to pick Rutgers in this game, especially because Rutgers football um, and their uh, just uncanny ability to cover these spreads. Um, But Wimsett as a passer, I just don't, I don't trust right now. Um, And I mean, they have a great rushing attack, but still, if you have a great rushing attack, you're going to stack the box. I've said that since I was blue in the face several times in this podcast and Ohio state is going to make Wimsat pass the ball. They're going to, they're going to stack. They're going to force, you know, uh, Wimsat to, um, you know, push the ball deep. And then I, I, I don't think he has that experience quite yet to then go and take on Ohio state's. It's probably the second best defense that they faced this year, uh, full on, uh, head on. So, uh, give me Ohio state, um, but that doesn't, that's, that's a head pick and not a heart pick. Cause I really want to pick Rutgers, but I just can't. This number makes zero sense to me. Rutgers at home catching 18 and a half. I, I really don't understand. I'm going to say late cover here by Rutgers garbage town, touchdown, something like that keeps the number close. This doesn't make any sense. And the, the over-under in this game is 42 and a half. So they're not expecting there to be any scoring in this game. They are expecting this to be a defensive beatdown. This has me really perplexed because Ohio State's offense, for a minute there, seemed to kind of start getting rolling. I don't know. This, this number doesn't make any sense to me. The over-under total makes no sense to me at 42.5. I don't get it. All of that leads to I have to take Rutgers. I want so badly to take Ohio State. Let me make that very clear. I want to just say Ohio State, way better, will cover. That doesn't always happen. Vegas lights are shining for a reason. I'm going to take Rutgers in a disgusting spot here and put myself on another island. You're going to have a, a meatball sub in honor of Rutgers covering in this game, if they do? If they do, I might, I might, I've been wanting to make meatballs. I was just talking to my wife about that, so maybe I'll make some spaghetti in the meatballs. Hmm. All right. Another, another noon kick, another rip-roaring Big Ten matchup. Nebraska traveling to Michigan State. Michigan State catching three. I'm going to go first on this one. Same reasoning as last week, and I'm going to stick to it. Michigan State actually had a pulse in that game for a minute against Minnesota. Minnesota pulled away late, as we as we predicted. As we predicted. Okay? Minnesota pulled away late, covered that number. I expect Nebraska here in this game, I expect them to be up a touchdown late in this game. And maybe Michigan State kicks a field goal to cut it to four, but they don't end up getting the ball back. And Nebraska covers this number. I'm going to take Nebraska minus three in this spot. I'll punt those points. I feel pretty. I feel pretty solid about this one. 
let's move it over to Mr. Alex and see what he says. He's hopping on Nebraska minus three as well. So Corey with a chance to make it a super lock. Here. Of course, this is the game. This Corey. is the game that you give me the give me last for synopsis because this is so dumb. Because everybody knows I don't like picking Michigan State. Uh, I'm buying into Matt Rule now. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of stuff just from him. Not has nothing to do with the sign ceiling stuff, but just like how he's kind of like rallied the troops uh, and made Nebraska into a competitive Big Ten West team uh, this season. Um, and I think uh, the the boys in uh, Lincoln are beginning to believe a little bit. Um, and they're going to have to go in and win this game at Michigan State. And I think they'll do exactly uh, kind of what they did last week. This is a close line, but then they blew past it. I, I think what they were ended up they ended up being the the dog at home at kick against Purdue, which was crazy. That was the most. They ended up being a one a one point dog at kickoff against Purdue and laid that hammer down on that, which game. is absolutely insane so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to nebraska uh and they they laid the hammer and they had a bunch of turnovers they had like five turnovers in that game as well you you think they're gonna have five turnovers again absolutely not no and they're gonna they're gonna gonna play a clean game and they're gonna cover the spread so super lock let's let's take a quick pause here because we're flying through these picks so we get to take a quick pause and have a quick conversation because that's what we do we talk about big 10 football Legitimately, right now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some, give you some juice here, okay? Let you digest it, let you chew it up and spit it back out at me. See what it, see what it comes out with. I'm gonna give you Wisconsin, Nebraska, Minnesota, and Iowa. Those four teams, in my mind, still all have legitimate chances to win the Big Ten West. I I look at those four teams right now, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Minnesota, Iowa, and I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I look at the – I'm being serious when I say this. I look at the way Nebraska is playing right now, and they, they have – I mean, you look at their remaining schedule – and they play at Wisconsin and at home against Iowa to close out the season. They might only need to win one of those two games. Nebraska, you're saying? Yeah. That's Iowa Iowa's a five we're gonna get to Iowa and we're gonna talk about that. Iowa's a five point favorite against Northwestern this weekend. Yeah. I mean, where where are you? I just want to know, where are you right now with the Big Ten West? Who is currently your favorite to win the Big Ten West? Who, If I asked you, fresh, clean slate, right now, your Big Ten West champs are... Corey oh, gosh. Um, I think the hot hand has to be Minnesota, right? They're the team that is building the most momentum. Uh that win at Iowa was huge for them, and that kind of was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe Minnesota does have something going here. And then they go out and they, you know, they beat Michigan State and they cover in that game as well. So that should tell you two things: one, they won a must-win game, and two, they did it in 
quote-unquote convincing fashion, I guess, as far as, like, people in Vegas didn't think that they were going to do that um, or hit that number. Uh, so I would give it to Minnesota. I will say I think Wisconsin's out, especially with Braylon Allen's injury. He's in a walking boot right now. Um, yes, they get Indiana, but then they have their three most difficult games as far as, like, Big Ten West standings go uh, for the last three games of the year. Um, I think I, I, I'm not ready to give up hope on Iowa just yet because they they were in the driver's seat despite all of their offensive inabilities. Um, and does, does Ference being on his way out uh, as the OC uh, motivate them to play? But I mean, probably not, but I mean, they've scaved by with a horrible offense, who's to say they can't do it uh, some more? Um, and then Nebraska is trending up. I just don't necessarily think they're ready yet. Minnesota's paid their dues. Iowa's been there before. And Nebraska is kind of just picking up some broken pieces from you know previous years. So I would say Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska, and then basically Wisconsin for me is eliminated. I'm going to go a different direction from you. And I, I know that they already played and I know Nebraska already lost to Minnesota. So, and they have the same record. So obviously they have the head to head. Oh man. Minnesota still has to play Ohio state. They're going to lose that game. I want to make a prediction right now. So bad, but I also don't want to do it. You won't. You're just being stupid. You won't. You're just being stupid. Pony up. I'm really trying to think. I think Nebraska's going to win out. Wow. I think Nebraska wins at Michigan State, at home against Maryland, at Wisconsin, and at home against Iowa. Wow. I think Nebraska wins out and goes to the Big Ten championship game. That's crazy. I do. Who finished the second? And. Minnesota. Wow. Because they lose one more. They lose to Ohio State. You think Minnesota wins out then, too? Or outside of Ohio State, excuse me. Let me me take one quick peek at their schedule, if I may. You may. They play at home against Illinois, obviously, this weekend. Then they play at Purdue, at Ohio State, and then at home against Wisconsin. Outside of that Ohio State game, that's a fairly favorable schedule. It is. Minnesota, you're probably right. Minnesota, betting-wise, is probably the favorite right now. Them or Iowa, Mm -hmm. probably betting-wise. I don't trust Iowa. Iowa's going to lose more football games. They are. They might lose at Wrigley this weekend. They might. Let's hop right into it, Corey. (laughs) Let's hop right into it. This is the picks episode, anyway. Iowa traveling to Northwestern. Well, they're playing at Wrigley, which is so dope. It's so dope. It is pretty cool. Corey's going. I'm going to try. I'm going to do everything in my power. If my friends are like, "You're such a sicko," and we're not going with you, then I'm not going to go by myself. That's for sure. You know, I would. I'm the king, I, I like, in our triangular friendship between me, Corey, and Alex, I am the one person that will go to a sporting event by myself. No holds All right, barred. then come meet me in Wrigley. 
Nope. <clears throat> so, Northwestern catching five at Wrigley Field. Northwestern playing by far their best football of the year. This interim coach might end up just getting the job with the way he's coaching this team so far this year. If he gets them to a bowl game, if he wins two more games. I want him to so bad. Northwestern in a bowl uh, game I, after this season would be so cool. So cool. Very, very cool. And something nobody would have predicted. So I'll take this one first. I, I can't trust Iowa to beat anybody right now by any amount of points. It just feels wrong. I understand this is five. Five and five and a half are the devil's number. I'm taking Northwestern. I'm taking Northwestern plus the points all day. Do I think they'll win? Kind of. I kind of do. I really do think that if you are going to put money on this game, you're a disgusting human, but you should put some of it on Northwestern money line for sure. Let's check what those money line odds are. Oh, you're getting plus 175 money line right now. I would grab a little bit of that for sure. Wow. I really don't know what to think of this game either. Uh, I, I don't want to say it's a, I mean, it's not a neutral site because it's in uh, Northwestern uh, territory. Um, but I would believe that Iowa fans would travel well for an experience to play at uh, an old timey uh, baseball field um, at in Wrigley. Oh gosh, man. That number is gross, and I think, if anything, Iowa has proven to us, especially in the second half of this year, that they are playing their games within a score. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I, I want to pause really quick. I gave an incorrect number. The number is five and a half, not five. Mm. Does that change things? Um, give me Northwestern, give me Northwestern, Iowa's offense is still inept, uh, and did Cooper DeGene deserve to have a, a return kick? I believe he did, but it didn't happen. If Cooper DeGene does not return kicks, Iowa offense does not score. Um, so uh, you got to give it to the boys in purple. They're hot. Boys in purple are hot right now. I'm so happy we're leaving Alex on an island here. He's taking Iowa minus five and a half. He he believes in Cooper DeGene. Yeah, well, you can keep believing Buckwheat. <clears throat> well, I'll get I'll get my answer here because now I'm I'm leaving I'm leaving uh, Alex on an island with you, and and then Alex and I are leaving you on an island, so I'm going to get my answer, at least for this weekend. Watch me be wrong both times. No. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> All right, we got a, we got a rip-roaring 7.30 kick. Purdue traveling to Michigan. Michigan giving up 32.5 points to Purdue in this game. Um, I'm going to turn it over to you first, and then I will go. Purdue is so bad. Like, very bad. Maybe, like, they have a pulse, unlike, you know, Michigan State right now. Well, Michigan State, you know, proved to be a competent football team last week. Um, I, I, would, I would argue if 
if Purdue and Michigan State played today, that Michigan State would win by at least a touchdown. Um, and you don't want to say everything else that's happening around the program is going to affect the team, but, I mean, you just had a full bye week. You just had a full week of everybody saying your program is in shambles, you suck, you do this, you do that. Michigan is the the players. The players are going to come out just ready to play some football. And uh, sorry, Purdue, it's going to come at your expense. Uh, I, I'll, it's a huge number, but I'm going to take Michigan to cover this number because uh, <laughs> they're, they're a bunch a bunch of cage dogs out there, and they're ready to go. I, I look at this game, and I don't know how this spread isn't like 40, 41. And I mean that honestly. I really don't. Michigan, minus 32 and a half. Give it to me. All day. Injected into my veins. Coming off a bye week. Couldn't have said it better than you did right there. Uh, I, Yeah, Michigan. <laughs> um, I know some very in-depth analysis there. Uh, looking over at Alex, he is taking Michigan, minus 32 and a half as well, so... I believe that's only the second super lock. Correct. So far. Correct, Amundo. So, we only got two super locks, and one of them is Minnesota minus one and a half. <laughs> and the other is Michigan minus 32 and a half. <laughs> can, can we take some of those points? <laughs> Minnesota's only a one and a half point favorite. <sighs> that's wild. And they've got they've got everything to play for right now. Against Illinois at home. They're at Minnesota. Illinois is so bad. Vegas must know something we don't know. Those scoundrels. You can't, we know, can't man. rescind on the on the super lock. It's been locked in. Oh yeah, it's 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 locked and loaded. Um, I believe that is it as far as the big pens get. No, we didn't. We oh, didn't no, do. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't do. NCAA yeah, Maryland. rivalry game. For the weekend. Rivalry game. Or, wait, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, unrivaled Penn State. Unrivaled Penn State. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, disgusting. Penn State traveling to Maryland. Maryland catching eight in this game. Something is amiss with that Penn State team. On the road at Maryland. Oh, Drew Allen, what has happened to you? I don't know. I, I just think it's a continuation of a regression for Penn State here. Maybe a little bit of a look-ahead spot. They've got Michigan next week. I, I think that this is a spot where they could legitimately lose this game to Maryland. If Mar- if the good Maryland team shows up, they'll beat Penn State. Uh, I... I'm going to take Maryland plus the eight here. I know it's disgusting, but I'm going to do it. I have to. I have to do it. I'm really hoping for a shootout just because we need some excitement uh, in the Big Ten this weekend. The only the over-under is only 40. And we're not going to get it, of course, because we can't have nice things. Um, you just have to think at some point the bleeding is going to stop for Maryland. I would assume you. Well, this is two straight losses and two – Two straight weeks where they've just looked bad. Just like a bad, bad football team. Um, I I would think 
coming back home would say something. And, and Maryland always plays at least one of these big three teams tough, every if not all of them, but they just never seem to win. Uh, I want to say that that trend is going to continue. Um, but I do think Penn State wins this game. I just think it'll be close. I think it will be within a touchdown, which is in the confines of this spread. Um, I think Tagovailoa will bounce back a little bit, and they gotta they gotta run the ball. They have to. If they don't, they have no chance in prayer of winning this game. Um, but give me the home team, cover this spread, and are we getting another lock? My my good my good chap. That's a great question. Let's take a look. Over here, we've got no. Alex is Alex is taking Penn State. Wow! In this contest, wow. So, me and you locking in. I I did it again. What? I did it again. People, I apologize. The number on this game is eight and a half. I don't I don't know why. I have now done that twice. The number on this game is eight and a half. So we're locking in eight and a half. Does it change your pick? No, obviously you're getting the extra half point. Neither am I getting the extra half point. Alex is taking Penn State minus eight and a half in this game. So there we go. Those are the big 10 picks. So no, we are not. We are not a super lock. We're leaving Alex. Yeah, get rocked, idiot. Get wrecked, Lizard. Okay. Are you ready for some bonus picks? I'm ready picks, for sir? some bonus picks, and then we also have a few things to discuss at the end of this podcast as well, because we have some fan questions we have to go oh, over. Oh, I'm excited for that. All right, well, then let's uh, let's speed roll these ones. First off, we have Kansas State traveling to Texas. Quinn Ewers out in this game. And we have... Texas minus four. I'll go first on this one. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Kansas State. I think they win this game Whoa. outright in Texas. No Quinn Ewers, big problems. Give me Kansas State. I'll take the four. Yeah, points. but this is the second week without him there, though, isn't it? I believe so. I, I just. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, I'm taking Texas. I think they've they've earned some they've earned some more respect this year. Well, you know, we all make dumb decisions. <clears throat> all right. Game number two. Missouri traveling to Georgia. Georgia laying fifteen and a half in this game against Missouri at home. They seem to be playing much, much better football at home. Corey, what say you? Wait, uh, Georgia is at home. Is this this is the? Oh gosh, I want to take Missouri so bad. I I would want nothing more than Missouri in the SEC championship game this year because that would just be incredible. I would absolutely love that. But um, oh gosh, it's, it, it's fifteen and a half. Oh, goodness. I'm gonna go over two. You know what? Give me, give me Missouri. They're gonna lose by 14. That's what I'm calling it. I really want to take Missouri in this spot. I, I, I've got to go with Georgia. Georgia gets it done. 
they take home the dub. They win by, oh, do they win by more than two touchdowns, though? Mm-hmm. They just seem to wear you down. Mm-hmm. No Brock Bowers, no problem last week against Florida in a rivalry game. Hmm. Do it. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Give me Mizzou. We'll get Alex's. Give me Mizzou. We'll get, we might have some. We Mizzou. might have some super locks waiting for you, everybody. Once we give <clears throat> Alex these picks as well. Washington, Washington traveling to USC. Washington minus three. I'm taking Washington minus three. Quick. That's quick the pick. easiest. I got another that's one the easiest that. one. I'm taking Washington minus three as well. Yeah, I don't understand that spread. It kind of makes me a little bit nervous, but whatever. <clears throat> All right, last game of the week. LSU. <laughs> Traveling to Alabama. Dum, 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 dum. <sighs> Alabama laying three in this game at home against LSU. Courts for Cena. I'm, you know what I'm telling you what? I'm taking Alabama because Alabama's coming back for the SEC crown. I don't care what you guys say. I don't care what we talked about at the beginning of the year. Alabama is going to be back in the SEC championship game. It's it's a fact. Take it to the bank. LSU wins this game outright. LSU would be favored if this was on a neutral field. LSU would be favored if this game was in LSU by probably close to a touchdown. I think they win this game, even though it is in Alabama. LSU is the better team. LSU has played two games this year where they just for whatever reason laid laid eggs the first week uh, the first weekend of the season which is a far cry from now against one of the best teams in the country in Florida State and then they laid an egg in a shootout against Ole Miss where they decided not to play any defense defense has gotten better the last few weeks I'm going with LSU they have an incredible incredible offense on that team that's all we have for you folks those are the picks oh wait no Corey, you have fan yes we do give them we do have fan questions from the beautiful beautiful people of of big banter land we actually have four and and we would have had five not including my question um i asked alex how his mom was doing and he refused to answer so i don't know why but it's whatever Okay, uh, Matic Chris, M A D E K, and then Chris. Okay, you don't have to. Spell I, I was it. just saying Matic. Okay, yeah. uh, he's asking: Is Harbaugh coach next year at Michigan? Yes. I I think yes. I hope yes. We won't. We'll just go through this wild ride every off season. But I, I think. I think he'll have an extension signed before the end of. The okay, season. I hope so. I hope. Hopefully, that brings everything back, uh, back down. Hey, you know this guy, Hans. Hans mm-hmm. asked this question: Who is the most dominant Big Ten team uh, over the next ten years, starting next season? Good question, Hans. Ooh, great question. Great, great question. Ten years. Oh, that's impossible to predict. Because you've got USC, Oregon, Washington, and UCLA all coming. Here, as well. here's here's what I'll I'll I'll, <clears throat> I'll start this one off. Um, I think there will be a lot of things 
I don't think you can predict with Michigan quite yet what's going to happen. Uh, Ohio State's going to be super solid. I think Oregon is going to have the most seamless transition into the Big Ten as far as like the, the style of play, I guess. USC's going to have a really tough time because different different type of defense and then adjusting to the cold. Um, Washington is kind of up and down. They, they come and go, I guess. They're, they're really good, really elite for a couple of years. They're getting more consistent now. Yeah. I don't. I don't so much. But I, I'd say now. Oregon. They've Oregon's building playoff. something. Um, they seem to be a really good team. Pretty pretty good. Um, so give me give me Oregon, and I think that's the first team that wins the Big Ten. Uh, that is not one of these traditional schools. That I. It's hard to argue with. I. Oh. I'm trying to think if it's like the bias in me that wants to say Michigan or if I really do believe that. I would love it. I would love it to be Michigan, but I, I think just with everything that they're going to lose, that's going to take a minute to rebuild back up again. I think if Harbaugh signs a long-term contract, which I think he is going to, I think they have the best coach in the Big Ten. And I think they have a coach who is able to get the most out of his players, which is case in point, how many kids they travel and how many kids they play Uh, against Michigan state. They played every kid who dressed, which is like crazy. Ohio state's so good. And they recruit really, really well. Hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Michigan. I think it's super close, but I'm going to take Michigan. Who? I think Michigan, I think I think they sign an extension with Harbaugh. I think I'm going to go with Michigan. Who's the second then? Who's who's number 2? Ohio okay. State. All right, Nick. Yeah, I think I think it stays. I think those two stay the the best two teams in in the conference. I think it's harder to come into a new conference and adjust than it is to, oh, we're just going to hit the ground running, playing all these new teams every year and traveling like crazy. Those teams are going to travel so much. I don't think any of those teams are going to be the top team for the next decade. That's fair. That's fair. Good question, Hans. All right. Teague Cutrell. I hope I pronounced that right. Would an all-Big Ten West team be able to put up an equal fight in the Big Ten Championship against the East winner? Wow. (laughs) What a question. Well, here's the problem. Who's playing quarterback? For the the Big Ten West? Yeah. (laughs) That's a a fair point. Uh, Who's playing quarterback? None of those guys are any good. Off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody that's... Well, do we? The answer is no. The answer is literally no because of that. Like, you could build an awesome offensive line. You could build an awesome defensive line. I don't know. You could build a really incredible roster, but you wouldn't have a quarterback. Even a healthy Tanner Mordecai. Yeah, but he's hurt. I'm thinking of people who are right. But this is a hypothetical question. So, assuming you get everybody at. At, at health. No, Tanner Mordecai's not good. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Uh I yeah, I would I would you know what I agree. I can't I can't even name you a good quarterback on, on, on the west side of the ball right now. 
there's a lot of guys. The answer, the answer though, is yes. It would be an incredibly competitive game. And honestly, the Big Ten West, let's call it a god squad, if you would, like a, a Pro Bowl team from the West, right? All Big Ten West team, first team or whatever. Um, yeah, of course. That Those are NFL players at virtually every position. So, yes, it, they would probably be favored in that game against Michigan or Ohio State, whichever one of those two teams is there to play them. Um, yeah, your roster would be unbelievable. Just give me the best offensive <clears throat> team from the West. And you get Braylon uh... Allen running against – you get Braylon Allen running behind the best offensive line you could put together from That's the West. That's pretty compelling. Yeah. They would – they would – they would – Probably win that, and game. then you have to kick. That that's what's this guy's name? Uh, it or is girl, T. Whatever. I, I don't uh, T. Cottrell. T. Cottrell. Great question. I think the answer is yes, and I think the Big Ten West God Squad first team, whatever you want to call them, they would win that game, even though they don't. How have How many a kick returns does Cooper DeGene get in that game? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's the sicko question you asked. Final right, question. Final question. question from the Rutgers Rush. So I bet you can know where this one is going. Can Rutgers pull off an unforeseen upset against Ohio State? I'm going to answer first. Yes, they can, but they won't because I don't think uh, Wimsat is uh, is at, is at the level of a passer that he needs to be to pull off that type of upset. The, the problem with it is you're going to need turnovers. And I really don't think Ryan Day is going to put, I don't think he's going to put McCord in positions to turn the football over. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. I think this is going to be a low scoring game. Um, you'd have to have, you'd probably have to have a plus. Oh, you probably have to have a plus two or three turnover margin for that to happen. And I, I, the answer is yes, it can happen. It's not going to. Mm-hmm. So just don't get your, mm-hmm. don't get your hopes. I, I think it would be incredible if that were to happen. I just don't think Rutgers is quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a home game. Ohio state has to travel there. So, uh, oh, no, I don't believe so. Well, f- friends, family, fans, that's what we got for you on this episode. Ethan, would you like to say anything else? Closing thoughts for the people, and we can wrap this puppy up and give it to you on your Friday morning. I'm excited for another weekend of college football. Um, some really great games this week. We had a bunch of bonus games because there's lots of good games going on uh, next week. The Big Ten schedule really picks up, so definitely tune in for those episodes because we're going to dive into analyzing those games and what we think is going to happen. And then, of course, we will have the episode as well. So stay tuned. We love you guys. We will see you soon. Peace.